Alright, welcome to the Get Rick Podcast, back with the Iolani 1995 Fantasy Football League Week 8 Review, Week 9 Preview. I was almost going to skip this shit because I was so depressed about the fucking election, but it looks like Biden's pulling ahead in those last states that have yet to count their vote, so yay, another week. Alright, starting from the top, I be your Clyde, takes down Ridley's Believe It or Not, I beat Danny 113.64 to 87.54. I was worried as shit, though, because Pat Mayholmes absolutely went off 46.64 points. Lucky for me, he outscored the rest of his team. On my side, Danger Russ Wilson did his job, mid-30s there, 36.74. Julio Jones, a nice game, 17.2. Got lucky with the Philadelphia defense there against uh, the hapless Dallas Cowboys, so... 20 spot from them. Next up, TB Determined takes down Popstar Not a Doctor, 143.56 to 78.54. Nice margin of victory for John there. This was DK Metcalf's turn to, to be on uh, Russell Wilson's tunnel vision right there. 34 points from him. Good games from Brandon Ayuk and Damian Harris. Brady all right with 23. Fulgham with another 16.8. On Jared's side, is a little sparse, other than Matt Ryan and Derrick Henry with 17s. Well, he had the indie defense with 15, but everybody else was pretty sad, and George Kittle goes on the IR. Next up, my team's a damn shame against Breeze in the Trap. Stanton wins 107.44 to 98.12. That stack in Green Bay is paying off. <laughs> Rodgers to Devontae Adams, it seems like every Rodgers touchdown goes to Devontae. They combined for about 55 points there. Gio Bernard, good plug-in now that uh, Joe Mixon has been out. 21 points there. On Ryan's side, and some bright spots with Gronk and Gus Edwards getting touchdowns. Keenan Allen has looked great ever since Herbert took over. Tannehill with a solid 20 points, but nothing else from the rest of his team. Thielen skunked 4.2 points from your number one receivers. Never good. Uh, Le'Veon didn't do much in his revenge game with 5.3 points. And Robbie Anderson with quiet 7.3 there. Next up, our league winner, Gallup in the Woods against the walking ER. Leanne smashes 157.44 to 85.72. If you weren't watching, you'd miss Dalvin Cook with 47.6 points. He absolutely went off against Green Bay. Three rushing touchdowns and one Long receiving touchdown. She also had Corey Davis, Robert Woods, Travis Kelsey, all with pretty good games. More than made up for her defense kicker, Scotty Miller. High week right there. On Bryce's side, uh, actually not too bad. I mean, Jamal Williams is looking good, but he got diagnosed with COVID after the game, so he won't be able to go this week. He had some double-digit guys, but Carson Wentz sucks, man. He just sucks. I don't know why everyone thinks he's so good. And then Tyler Lockett, uh, I guess he had his quiet game. I guess they're taking turns over there up in Seattle. Next up, Deshaun of Kamara Virus beats Fantasy Team 98.78 to 91.5. Aaron gets the W despite Kenny Galladay putting up the donut and going out injured. Probably doubtful this week. Strong games out of DJ Dallas who's the only viable person in Seattle right now. Miami defense had a great game against the Rams. They're looking a little better than expected, actually. And Kamara with his regular 20-point outing. Man, I wish I had just stuck with my rankings and went with him. On the fantasy team side, Tyreek Hill with a nice game. Jared Goff put up a stinker. Everyone else was pretty mediocre, other than Jared Cook had an all-right game. 
Last game of the week, LaMarvel Universe against Shark Week. Brent takes down Grant 94.46 to 68.36. Grant had a rough outing here. Other than Tyler Boyd with 16.6, everyone was pretty much well under projections. Highlighted by a minus one from the defense. That's always good when you get a negative points. And then Daryl Henderson went out. He had a, actually looking like an all right game putting together, but... When you go out midway, that's never good. On Brent's side, Burrow has been solid for him. It's allowed him to uh, withstand Lamar Jackson's kind of failures here and there. He's not looking so good in his follow-up year. But um, the real concerning thing is Miles Gaskin getting hurt. So we'll have to see what goes on there moving forward. And that's it for Week 8. On to the Week 9 preview. Okay, Week 9 preview, starting from the top. Uh, Gallup in the woods. Against IB or Clyde, Leanne has a 128.73 to 119.51 projection advantage. When you look at it, I'm in some trouble. Uh, James Conner and Dalvin Cook have some pretty good matchups, and I think they're two of the top-rated running backs for fantasy this week. It looks like Travis Kelsey draws Carolina. I think my only hope, actually, is the Miami defense because uh, Kyler Murray and Chase Edmonds are going against them. Kyler Murray is basically like a baby Russ at this point so far in his career. Chase Edmonds taking over the job now that Kenyon Drake's out. If I'm going to have any prayer, I'm going to need them to do some shit there. On my end, Russell Wilson taking on Buffalo is actually a good matchup. Buffalo's D has not been there this year. Uh, I really need to hope for Julio Jones to get some touchdowns and have uh, Matt Ryan have some tunnel vision towards him, which might be if Calvin Ridley is still dinged up. My other hope is that my two receivers that are on the same team as Leanne's running backs, Justin Jefferson and Chase Claypool, my only hope there is, you know, maybe Claypool takes all the touchdowns and shit. We'll have to see what happens. <laughs> Looking pretty like a smooth sailing week for Leanne. Next up, TB Determined against Lamarvel Universe, a water battle. We got John up 112.85 to 106.42 pretty close projection. John's keys are going to depend on DK Metcalf if he's the recipient of Russ's um, locked-on vision again. But other than that, looking pretty good. I mean, McLaren against the Giants, Damian Harris and Antonio Gibson. Damian Harris against the Jets, Antonio Gibson against the Giants. Some pretty good potential there. And looks like Washington, uh, John's got that streaming thing with Washington D. Actually, they've looked pretty good. Chase Young's a, a fucking athlete. But, yeah, them going against the Giants. On Brent's side, Lamar Jackson, tough matchup against Indy. But he's got the rest of his guys, uh, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, like that, on a bye. Joe Mixon on a bye. Well, he's hurt anyway. Miles Gaskin out, so he's a little bit depleted. But this asshole picked up the New England defense, who I wanted to stream against the Jets. So that could be a big thing. We'll see what happens. All right, next up, my team's a damn shame against Popstar, not a doctor. Stanton has not adjusted his lineup as of yet. He's still out a tight end and a kicker, which I'm sure will be addressed. So that 106 to 96 projection will not stand on his end. Uh, he's got some decent matchups there. Uh, Deontay Johnson looks like he's healthy. San Fran isn't the same defense with the slew of injuries they've had. Um, I think Jared's only hope is that being the short week, the th- you know, the Sunday to Thursday game, sometimes people aren't good on their timing and stuff. Maybe that'll slow down the Rodgers-Devontae Adams stack there. 
Philip Lindsay against Atlanta. Well, actually, he's starting Lindsay and Melvin Gordon against Atlanta. So that should be interesting if that turns out the way he's hoping. On Jared's end, he just needs his big guys to perform, basically. I don't know if you can count on Amari Cooper anymore, but Hopkins against Miami, Derek Henry against Chicago, uh, Matt Ryan, you're hoping that he throws some touchdowns to Julio. And Logan Thomas could be a sneaky play from here on out. Looks like he's starting to settle in. All right, next up, Ridley's Believe It or Not against Breeze in the Trap, the battle for Spectrum. Ryan is a 110.78 to 97.88 projection advantage. Looks like Danny has all his players in for once. For Ryan's side, it'll be interesting to see if he goes with Breeze or Tannehill. I think Tannehill has an easier matchup against Chicago than Breeze does against that solid Tampa defense. The other keys are going to be his receivers. I think Keenan Allen and Allen, Adam Thielen, better matchups this week. That should be pretty good games for him. And the sneaky one, I think, well, two sneaky ones, I think Justin Jackson and Gronk could put up some good points in their respective games. On Danny's side, really comes down to May Holmes against Carolina. <laughs> if he goes for another 40 there, he's always got a shot. If Ridley's healthy, that's also going to help. And uh, you never know. Next up, the LA Fantasy team against the Walking ER. Right now, it's a 85.17 to 75.47 projection advantage for Bryce, but he still has the shitty Carson Wentz in there who's on a bye, and the Los Angeles Rams defense is on a bye as well. It's still in there, so that projection is going to change. On Royce's side, he has Andy Dalton in the starting lineup, who's COVID, so he's not going to play. And he hasn't done many other roster moves yet. I think he might be giving up on the season, guys. I I just have a feeling. I don't know. (laughs) But Royce, don't give up yet. You can still, you can do it. You can do it. You can play spoiler at least. On Bryce's side, he's got a decent, I mean, shit, he's got Tyler Lockett, so that's always dangerous. Stephon Diggs going against Seattle the other way. That should be a nice stack in that game because the Seattle D has not stopped too many people. Looks like he could have a decent week, at least enough to beat a guy that's given up changing his lineup. And last game of the week, Deshaun of Kamara Virus against Shark Week. Aaron has the 115.81 advantage in projection to 110.10. When you dig into it, Grant's hoping Tampa Bay clamps down on Kamara a little bit. That's kind of impossible, though, just given the receiving volume that he gets. The other tasty matchup on Aaron's side is a James Robinson against Houston. He looks like he's probably going to eat there. And then, of course, Deshaun Watson going the other way against Jacksonville. That should be a good matchup for him. We see him kill the good matchups, and we see him get killed in the bad ones. On Grant's side, Josh Allen against Seattle, that should be a nice wake-up for him where he can get back to his early season uh, stat dominance. And Zach Moss, the touchdown eater over there in Buffalo, also against Seattle. That Seattle game could be pretty beneficial to a lot of people there. The other ones to look out for, another stack for Grant, A.J. Brown going one way against Chicago, and Allen Robinson going the other way. For against Tennessee, so that could be good too. Should be a nice game here. We'll we'll see what happens. All right, that wraps it up for the Week Nine preview. Uh, join us next week. Uh, hopefully, I won't be as pissed off the night before. Can get some sleep and and fucking rock this shit. Okay, goodbye. Cool,